Welcome to Advancing the Agenda. I'm your host, Michael Abramson. Today's topic is the special counsel investigations into President Trump and President Biden. We'll be covering the similarity between them as well as the many differences. Let's start with a similarity. The similarity is that both President Trump and President Biden possessed documents which had classification markings on them. We are not sure what the level of classification was. For the purposes of this podcast, I will be referring to the documents, though, as documents that were marked as classified. The possession of these types of documents is where the similarities between the special counsels end. The differences are as follows. First, let's look at the order appointing the special counsel, and both of the orders are in the episode detail of the podcasts. When one hears reporting about the special counsel into President Trump, one is under the impression that the special counsel is only investigating the documents. In reality, though, the special counsel order provides for an investigation into three areas. The first area is the topic which we always hear about, which is the possession of documents marked as classified, and this portion of the order is paragraph C. The second area regards possible obstruction into the investigation of documents that are marked as classified. This is mentioned in paragraph C of the order and explained more clearly in the Department of Justice's press release. I provide a link to the press release in the episode details of the podcast. The third area in the order appointing the special counsel, which is commonly not discussed, is in paragraph B, and this paragraph covers January 6th. Specifically, it states, the special counsel is authorized to conduct the ongoing investigation into whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with efforts to interfere with a lawful transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election or the certification of the Electoral College vote held on or about January 6, 2021. The special counsel investigation into President Biden, by contrast, only focuses on one area. The special counsel order only covers those documents which were in his possession that were marked as classified. So as we can see, the special counsel order for the investigation into President Trump is much broader than the special counsel investigation into President Biden. Let's take a step back and consider whether presidents and vice presidents routinely keep documents after they leave office and whether they have to negotiate with the National Archives and Record Administration, which is commonly abbreviated as NARA. Well, for presidents, the answer is yes. They absolutely keep documents and there's always negotiations with NARA. Vice presidents, however, do not typically have this ability. In the case of President Trump, both NARA and the FBI knew that President Trump had these documents. Indeed, they had been negotiating about the documents for months. The FBI went to Mar-a-Lago. They saw that the documents were being held in a locked room. They asked President Trump to add an additional lock, and he did so. With President Biden, 
neither NARA nor the FBI knew that President Biden had the documents. Let's consider the location of the documents. As I previously stated, the documents that President Trump had were located at Mar-a-Lago. They were in a locked room, double locked after the FBI's recommendation. And Mar-a-Lago, of course, is protected by the Secret Service. For President Biden, the documents were held in multiple locations. They were held at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C., and also at a residence in Wilmington, Delaware. At the residence, documents were found both in the library and the garage which houses President Biden's Corvette. It is not known if any of the documents were held in locked containers. Further, we do not know if the residence in Wilmington, Delaware, was actually owned by President Biden. There have been conflicting reports that the residence was actually owned by President Biden's son, Hunter. The next issue is how the search was conducted. Regarding President Trump, the FBI obtained a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago and then executed it with many agents while President Trump was away. For President Biden, the FBI did not obtain a search warrant, and of course, they did not execute a search warrant. There is an issue about whether the Department of Justice was even present while a search was done of the documents. For now, we know that President Biden's lawyers went through the documents, selected those documents which were marked as classified, and provided them to the Department of Justice. This method of searching raises two issues. The first issue is the amount of documents for which the Department of Justice and FBI have had access. With President Trump, the FBI was able to look at all of President Trump's documents because they conducted a search pursuant to a search warrant. With President Biden, on the other hand, the Department of Justice is only seeing those documents which President Biden's lawyers are providing to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice is seeing only this limited number of documents because the FBI did not obtain a search warrant and they did not conduct a search. The second issue is that of attorney-client privilege, and this point relates to President Trump calling for a special master. In President Biden's case, the lawyers are going through the documents seeing what is there and providing what they want to provide to the government. And, if necessary, they could assert attorney-client privilege to various documents. In President Trump's case, the government went into Mar-a-Lago, took all of the documents, and were able to look through them. President Trump argued that this was inappropriate because the investigators would be able to see all of the documents there. President Trump wanted a special master to determine which documents were privileged, rather than having the FBI, through what's known as a taint team, determine which documents were privileged. Normally, lawyers are able to go through the documents, pull out documents which they say are privileged, such as attorney-client privilege or work product privilege, and then give the documents to the government. In essence, President Biden's lawyers were able to do so because the lawyers are looking at the documents first. In President Trump's case, all of the documents went to the investigators, so that the way that the search has been conducted 
it is giving President Biden an extra layer of privilege and really an extra layer of protection. The last issue is this ability to declassify documents. And this question is why I'm referring to the documents as documents that are marked as classified rather than referring to them as classified documents. Presidents have the ability to declassify documents, and that is what President Trump is arguing. He is arguing that none of the documents are classified because he declassified them. The issue of whether, he de- whether or not he declassified them and whether or not he followed the appropriate steps, if there are any, to declassify documents would be determined at trial. In President Biden's case, the vice president does not have the ability to declassify documents. Therefore, if any documents were found that were marked as classified, then those documents would be classified because vice presidents do not have the authority to declassify documents. Looking to the future, I don't think that any charges against President Trump or President Biden will be brought regarding the documents marked as classified. I think President Biden, though, should be concerned about the contents of the documents and why he had them. The reason for this prediction is that President Biden and his family have been alleged to have various schemes with different governments around the world involving payments. And these documents could shed light on these schemes. Because of the possibility of discovering these alleged schemes through the documents, I would assume that President Biden is very happy that his lawyers have been searching for the classified documents and not government agents. I would also assume that President Biden is very happy that the special counsel investigation is narrow in scope and does not include any other allegations or investigations. Regarding the January 6th portion of the special counsel investigation into President Trump, as I've both written and said before, I believe that President Trump did not commit or cause anyone to commit the riot at the Capitol. With President Trump not being charged with inappropriately having materials marked as classified and not being charged with events related to January 6th, The big takeaway from the special counsel investigation into President Trump is that it will not be able to be used as a way to prevent President Trump from running for the presidency in 2024. Certainly, if President Biden had not been investigated for having materials that were marked as classified, I think it would have been much more likely that the special counsel into President Trump would have had more negative effects. I want to conclude with a point made by Professor Alan Dershowitz. He stated that the laws regarding presidential records will likely change. Rather than letting presidents take materials from the White House, NARA will likely take possession of the documents and not allow presidents in the future to take the documents with them. It certainly seems that this approach would prevent lots of confusion. I look forward to speaking with everyone next time on Advancing the Agenda.